to the end zone he goes where Sammy is Boyd with a great fake touchdown Taj Hopkins throws to Boyd Lean means touchdown throwing machine tonight and he's got another one Boyd to the end zone Welcome back to the Taj Boy Podcast. It has been a while, but I'm back, and it couldn't be at a better time. Clemson football has been on the main stage for a long time, but now it's coming to the big screen. Clemson has made its way to Hollywood. Now, in this episode of the podcast, I'm joined by Ray McElrath Bay, who's being portrayed by Jay Reeves in the movie Safety that streams December 11th on Disney+. This movie chronicles Ray's experience as he navigates the collegiate space while also raising his younger brother, Famar, whom he adopted while his mother battled drug addiction. It got a little hairy there for a while as people in the community were trying to help Ray and Famar out financially, and NC2A tried to bring it to a screeching halt. It's a powerful movie about family, community, and resiliency while Ray tried to beat the odds one more time. Again, starting December 11th on Disney+, Plus, the movie Safety is streaming for all to witness. I'm humbled to be joined by Ray. I hope you all listen to his story and watch it with your family. It's going to be a tearjerker. It's like the old proverb. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Thanks for listening to the Taj Boyd podcast. Here we go. This is this is such a big revelation. I mean, you know, what's about to be unearthed is, is a lot. It's a story that a lot of people don't know. Um, and so just kind of on a preliminary stance, like, what do you expect out of this? You know, what, what do you foresee coming after this? Because obviously when you were in it, unbeknownst to you, you changed the way the NCAA did things, right? You lifted restrictions and you were a trailblazer in that path right here. And now this is going to another level. So, uh, you know, what do you, what do you see happening, man? Um, great things. Um, cause through these opportunities, I plan on helping change the world myself. So, um, just with my story being out there and for the world to hear uh, would allow me to continue to talk about it and continue to change people and inspire people to be different. And um, if that's all I do with my story, I think that's enough um, to change one person. That's it, man. And then that ripple effect is so huge. I, I, I've actually talked to people about that a good bit as far as, you know, what it looks like to impact. Um, I think impact is a purpose-driven life. You know, having the opportunity to yeah. change uh, perspective or somebody's surroundings or just the way that they view the world in its entirety. Um, and you and both Amar, man, you guys have been doing that your entire li- lives. And, you know, now seeing it on the big screen, I mean, it has to be surreal. Oh, yes, that's the word I've been using all day, to, uh, surreal. Uh, I'm humbled by it. To, to know that enough people care to to make it a movie or even to think about it as possibly being a screenplay. If it was just a play, I'd be excited. <laughs> if it was a book, I'd be excited. But here, here we are in the middle of um, this major production. And like you said, Disney's been amazing. And um, I look forward to what comes next. Uh, but <clears throat> Faymar and my mother has been helping me with my foundation. So hopefully um, that continues on and that's something that we continue to change lives through this uh opportunity yeah for sure and and i want to go back to that time when when all of this was happening you know when you were in it i mean look man you were 18 years old yes yes yes. i mean just i mean just a kid man you know and crazy just young and crazy young crazy and to be in that to, to be in that space um Obviously, man, that was some maturation, you know, way beyond the years at that time. Uh, some selfless heroics within that uh, to, to to keep family first, 
Um, and obviously, I, you know, I think people will see that the Clemson family was able to come together within that too. But yes, yes. you know, was that, a, I mean, as all these things were happening at that time, you know, was this a whirlwind or what, man? Uh, yes, it was a whirlwind. Um, at the time, it was um, a lot of times, for, well, for the most part, it was unprecedented. Uh, yeah. For everybody, it was a new experience for everybody. So everybody was kind of going as they as they went. Um, but luckily, I was able to get the support that I needed once we got through the NCAA part um, and me being a holding athlete and everything. Yeah. Um, but the the community support was overwhelming. The university support was overwhelming, and it made everything a little bit easier. Uh, I guess some of the hardest parts was making the choice itself. Um, and just trying to do it alone initially anyway, just kind of making these choices and deciding to, to go for it um, might have been the most stressful part of it. There were times in there where I felt overwhelmed, yes, but not to the point where I was going to quit because that wasn't an option either. So um, it was uh, it was a wonderful experience, uh, a wonderful growing experience. It might not have been the best times all the time, but it was uh, what was necessary in order for me to become the man that I needed to be. Oh, for sure. What did you learn about yourself during that? Uh, I learned that, I mean, it was something that I believed about myself, but it wasn't until then that I had kind of proved it. Like, okay, you can do anything. Like, yeah. if you can do this part, like, if you can take care of a kid out of nowhere, like, <laughs> you can do just about anything. You can you can figure it out if nothing else. And cause right. that was one of the things that I, I, that led up into it. I was like a worst case scenario. I'll figure it out. Even if it's on the fly. Um, and I had bigger problems in life before that, uh, cause determining where you're going to eat and where you're going to sleep at is, is, is more so a, a prominent thought yeah. before, you know, who you can take care of. Because if you can't take care of yourself, you can't take care of anybody else. But I had those things taken care of for me at the time. I was at Clemson. Yep. I was on campus, so I had housing, and then I had a meal plan. So I had food and housing, which is for me was the major, you know, pillars of success yep. in life as far as I was concerned. So it was not much for me to bring my brother on because I had that somewhat of stability. But it was much more than I could ever imagine it being taking care of kids. Oh, for sure. And, and and just growing up, I mean, obviously you've probably seen yes. things and heard things that a lot of people would never be able to fathom, you know, but mm-hmm. being able to go from one space to another and have that determination and that grit to get to the university itself. I mean, what did that process entail? And who who are the, the, the key parts for you and the people that helped take you to that, to those next levels? Um, you're going to make me get emotional again. Um, just talking about the people in my life, uh, I had wonderful mentors, um, people that you might know that are still on campus. Uh, Jeff Davis um, was uh, very instrumental. Coach Weenie, um, Coach Spence, uh, who was there at the time when I was back in those days. Uh, Coach Koning, uh, who was also a defense coordinator, he helped me out. Um, he made it so that I could get through a lot of those times early on. Um, Tim Bray. Um, Tim Match. It was just a bunch of guys at Clemson, um, and not to mention all the people that were in my family that were, you know, cons- you know, sending blessings and praying for me and all those different things um, that helped me make it through. Um, um, God, of course, uh, I can never forget God. Uh, I just like I, I was, I was lucky. A lot. I was very lucky. 
um, to to be where I was and be around the family that I joined when I joined Clemson University. It was um, one of the better decisions I made with my life, and it's helped me out ever since. And what was the what was the reason to pick Clemson? You know, why did you decide that this was the university for you? Uh, I, I had looked at a bunch of other places, and nothing yeah. felt like home like Clemson. Yeah, um, I had the opportunity to come to Clemson. It felt the best. It felt it felt right. Um, uh, I feel like it feels like that with everybody that decides to go to Clemson, um, because some people would think it's like the bells and whistles, a lot of the stuff that you hear about, but it's more so just the feeling that you have when you were here. Sure. That it was that this is home, that this feels right. And um, Clemson has a way of doing that. Man, look, when I came on my visit, uh, so B May was my host. And I think B May, you crossed paths at some point, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I came in mid winter, and this is back. So, you know, these kids now, I mean, look, they got the most state of the art cold tubs oh, and yes. steam rooms. Yes. And yes. So, when I first got there, we were still over at Jervy, you know? Yes. And. I remember walking in there and being like, bro, like, you know, I, I just went to Oregon on a visit and I'm like, you know, they got uh-huh. <laughs> I come here and I'm like, golly, man, like, this is a little rough, but it is, it's that nature. And, uh, you know, I'm in a real estate space now, man. And, and one of the things that you see or that I see in this space is so many people, you know, in their mind, they can't wait to get out, right? They can't wait to leave, right? They enjoy it while they're there and they say, hey, man, like, it's time to grow up. Well, they do, and they leave, right? And they yeah. go and do their travels and do their business, and then they always try to find ways to come back. And I think that that's <laughs> volumes about what Clemson is, you know? Yes. Uh, many guys have done that. Uh, there's been many guys' story. Uh, I watch it happen. Um, hell, I'm one of the guys that actually was like, hey, let me come back. I like I like this place. But I was I was from Atlanta, so I was trying to run from Clemson initially. Um, but – uh, my experiences at Clemson are quite different than most people, because um, I, I I think most people get the experience the whole community, but I got that on like overdrive. Like I have so many Clemson friends, connections. Um, even in DC, I was at all the Clemson club meetings, and I yeah. go to Clemson club meetings in South Carolina, Clemson club meeting in North Carolina, um, Vegas. I've been out to like a little Clemson bar. Uh, and it's, it's 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 been it's a family it's a lifestyle and um, I'm glad to be a part of it. But hey, you know how we are. <laughs> oh, for sure. And just man, just <laughs> we got a resilient bunch of people. And uh, I mean, it's it's a real thing, you know. And it's not just uh, you know a word or or anything else of that nature. You know, it's a and it's not just a slogan, right? It's Clemson family is a, it's a real thing, and you know, people are authentic and genuine and. Um, Man, you know, they take care of you the way you take care of them. And I think, you know, understanding the dynamics of of, of being an athlete, you know, a lot of guys get caught up in that realm where even myself, you know, it's like I knew I was able to do other things outside of the space, you know, football. Mm -hmm. But, man, like that's your entirety. You know, that's life in its totality. And so navigating (laughs) that transition is is tough, man. And and people have been here you know, every step of the way, like, look, you know, you can do more, bro. Like you're not trapped in this space. The only person that's keeping you within that is you. All right. And so, yes. you know, yes. think outside of that, man. And, um, you know, that's one of the things like you grew up in Atlanta, you know, I grew up in a different part of Virginia and, uh, you know, happened to Newport news, that, that area. And, you know, when you're in that space, bro, like you feel like you can only do one or two things. Right. And it's, you know, 
play sports or, or do music, you know, just to base stereotypes, to be quite honest. I mean, you sell dope. There's, there's options to sell dope. We just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's not, it's not a better option. It's just one of those options. Like it's music or you playing ball. Like for real, if you're doing something positive, it's music or playing ball. And it's not always the positive music that you get to do. So you guys, it's just playing ball. Um, and but for for a long time that was me too. I was I was wrapped up in in, in becoming a professional football player. That was all I wanted to do. Um, I had a plan B, but it was just only because people weren't comfortable with my plan A. So is that all you're gonna do? You just gonna play football? Right. Well, I mean, I, I do some other stuff. I mean, what I I be a trainer or whatever. Um, and but I don't think I, I think it's it's much more important than that. Uh, Clemson especially since I left uh, the first time. They've been doing a wonderful job with career uh, career prep, just getting people prepared to be yeah. non-athletes. Because I think that more, more of us end up being non-athletes than become professional football players. So yeah, for sure. I think that's the, 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 the biggest thing. And Clemson has been doing a wonderful job. Jeff uh, has been also doing a wonderful job. And um, I hope hopefully you've been benefiting off of all the things that – Becoming a tiger has it done for you as well because I've, I've I've benefited tremendously from being a tiger. Oh, for sure, man. And um, you know, to be honest, man, it's just it all goes back to the people, you know. And it's, it sounds cliche, you know, it's, like it's about the people, but that's what it is. But you know, while you were at school, you faced more hardships. You started off on the defensive side of the football, transitioned to the offense. All right, apparently, did you have some stickies out there or what, man? Yeah, uh, it was it was it was just me, man. I I had fun because initially I was like a scout team All American, right? Um, not <laughs> that uh, so they typically make me the best player on the opposing team. So I be right. the best player whoever we playing against that week, and so uh, they knew I could play offense, and uh, I was already on the defense. So it was right. just one of those situations. So I got to bounce around a little bit. Which I could have done better, but hey, we are we are. Well, and then you you tore your ACL, right? And yes. This was what what year was this? This was a sophomore year. I, I told my I told my sophomore year I told my ACL, and then my final year I told my ACL. I told my left one in my right one. Yeah, life. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that's the, that's the thing. I mean, you know, some people wallow in that for the rest of their lives. You know? Yeah, yeah. And for you, you know. I'm sure you were in a dark space. I can't, and you, I don't think you can tell me that you weren't right. So how does you climb out of that? You know, uh, I remember Danny Poole hugging me <laughs> in the training room after they told my AC, ACA was touring the first time. And I, I almost lost it. Um, but I had other stuff I had to do. Yeah. I had other, other responsibilities. I call it a distraction, but, or, or whatever, but it was things that I had to focus on outside of myself that allowed me to hurry up and, get over being sorry for myself and, mm-hmm. and keep it pushing. Um, and I guess that was one of those life experiences. Um, and I can, I'm, I'm grateful for that experience because now I can help anybody who's been there. Like if you got ACL to tear, I oh, no worries. I've been there before. Yeah. You can come back from that. You just got to get your mind right. And then once you get your mind right, everything else can fall into place. Absolutely. And I want to jump into the family dynamic a little bit too. Um, okay. So your mom was battling uh, some demons. We say that right? Crack cocaine. Um, we call it crack cocaine. Okay. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> you know that uh, for you personally, was there any resentment there? 
As she was going, as she was going through that. Yeah, I couldn't stand them folks. I couldn't. My mom, I was pissed off at her. My dad, but you know, mom could do no wrong. Yeah, mom could apologize and everything good. My dad, nah, y'all don't care nothing about nothing you have to say. Yeah, Uh, I was pretty much emotional the last time I spoke about this, simply because it it hurts. Um, because I was stupid. I didn't know any better. Um. My dad stayed with my mom for years, and she was she was battling the crack addiction. Like I don't know what love is, but I, she had if it was me, she got a week. Yeah, with all the hell, with all the craziness she was doing. Yeah, she had a week, and and then it probably wouldn't have been the whole week. I would have got rid of her in two days, because it was um, to go and you know you work all day long, you work forty hour weeks, and you get a paycheck, you fill up the refrigerator, you make sure things are okay. And you have things that you want in life. And then, you know, you go to work and then you come back and then everything is gone. For sure. So you, she sold the TV. She sold the radio. She sold the food. She sold any other clothing that could be sold. And then you have to deal with that. Yeah. And he stayed. And he stayed for years. And it's, it's a lot of times people have the, 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 the saying that, you know, I they remember it. They don't remember all the times you said yes because you said no that one yeah. time. That one time you said no makes them forget all the times you said yes. Absolutely. And so that when he decided to leave, it, it made me forget about all those times he stayed. But I didn't know about those times. I didn't. I, I was too young to to give to care. Um, I just knew he left, and it yep. pissed me off, and I resented him for it. And um. Unfortunately, my dad passed before I was able to clear up the clip there to let him know I, I understand. Like I, I, I get it. It was a lot bigger than what I thought it was. Yeah. And I apologize, and I'm sorry. Like I, I fucked up. Excuse me. Hey, look, <laughs> shit. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it was. It's. It's one of those things. Like it was a. It was a. It was a terrible thing for me. Um. And with my mom too. Like. Um. Cause there was a long time I didn't understand her addiction as well, and right. it 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 it's it's something that I re, I regret as a as a man is not knowing um, how to convey my emotions in a productive manner um, to get the necessary outcomes that I wanted, uh, and I, it was my mistake, and I would uh, if I, my dad was alive still I apologize, and um and I, I try to. You know, apologize to my mom for the times I was a dick or just just a terrible person to her, and because I was I didn't know any better, and I, I understand as a parent now the struggles of being a parent, the struggles of life, and so I'm I'm working through it all. Uh, it's, it's been a process, and this this process has kind of put everything on the forefront. So I go back and forth with everything that I'm going through, and it's 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 life is no crystal stair still. Sure. Well, I have a wonderful experience with what's going on with this movie and everything. I mean, uh, I still have my days. I still have my things that I struggle with, and I would like people to know that it's okay. Um, because yeah. this is the time. This is the time of. 2020 has been one of those years. Uh, and so the struggle is real for everybody. And even through these, you know, wonderful moments that there still could be times where you're not feeling the best that, that you are. And it's okay. And I, I have to learn that it's okay. And um, I'm, I'm grateful. I'm, I just got to be happy in the moment and control the things that I can control. Oh, for sure, man. And um, 
you know, that's something that I've been, you know, I have to go through myself, you know, struggle with anxiety and depression for, for many years, man. And this year, you know, it was, you know, my, my granddad passed from COVID. Me and my girl broke up. My dad passed away three weeks ago, bro. Like it feels like you're yeah, treading water. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there's a, but it's all, it's cyclical. Right. And, and so trying to figure out first part of it is, is acknowledging it. Right. And then from there you can understand. It. And if you can understand it, you can take action. And, yes. you know, I'm, I'm sitting there going through, you know, what I'm going through in my own you know, internal dialogue. And one of my favorite, it's a Latin phrase, right? It's, it's amor fati, right? And it's love what is. And everybody likes to look at life like, um, like highlights or, or peaks, but that's not what we're supposed to live towards. That's not what we're working towards, right? Understanding that there's going to be peaks and valleys. And so if you want to call it bad, you can call it bad, but then there's the good. But at the end of the day, it's all relative because all of that makes you you, right? And right. this time, right, us having this dialogue and this conversation right now, is important and, and and going through those experiences are not just for us. They're for the people that we're going to come into daily occurrences with. These are the people that you'll end up impacting. And so, you know, everybody, you know, as a man, especially, you know, and a black man, you know, you're, you're taught to conceal everything, you know, suck everything. it up, you know, no crime. And, you know, <laughs> I had posted something on my, on my Instagram uh, speaking outwards about some of these things that I was dealing with just because, you know, most people, got used to seeing this, this smile every day. And unfortunately, when you smile so much, you wear your, your heart on your sleeve. And so yeah, if you're not yeah. feeling it, all you get is, hey, what's wrong? And so you start to put this mask on, you perform. But we've been yeah. performing our whole lives. We play ball, bro. So if you're not feeling up to it, all right, I'm going to make it look like I'm good. And I just got tired of doing that, bro, because really I was dying inside. And so I posted it and had some tears in my eyes. My dad was like, damn, you out here looking like a bitch in front of everybody, you know? He did the whole <laughs> thing, you know? And yeah. uh, I was like, look, man, like vulnerability is strength. And so the fact that you can sit down and have these conversations with your family, man, and, and understand where you're at and understand where you're at and that dynamic of you raising your own family. I mean, that's it's a beautiful thing, you know? Yes. Yes. It's, it's a necessary thing. But uh, it tends not to happen much because it's, it's shunned upon. It's, it's frowned upon. It's not looked at as upon as being strong. Um, and I'll tell you, real men cry because uh, losing my father. Um, I don't think any men are ready for it because it's, it's that's the big version of you and to, to see yourself yeah. perish in a sense it's to see yourself go away. It's almost like it, it makes mortality a little bit different. It, it just changes yeah. your, the way you feel about everything moving forward. And unfortunately for me, I've lost mentors leading up to this process and people that are yeah. very close to me that, who I went through these struggles with, who are not going to see like this part. Yeah. This is, this is the celebration for all the struggles. Like this is the part where we were supposed to be on stage together, you know, laughing and smiling, but it's not, it's not that. And it's, it's tough. Yeah. It's a, it's a tough pill to swallow because you know, you want the people who, who were with you in the tough times to be with you through the good times as well. Absolutely. And, and that's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's rough, it's, but it's, it's life. Yeah, and and they're and they're a part of that, and that's the thing. You get a chance to honor them every day, man. Yeah, in every conversation, and, you know, waking up and having that gratitude, and you know, I don't want to sound like I'm just over here doing ayahuasca or something like that. You know, when I wake up, you know, <laughs> you know, I try to, you know, I, I pray and I put my feet on the ground, man. I wiggle my toes, and I'm thankful for that. You know, I'm thankful that I got an opportunity, and so you know, within that space too, you can almost you can bear the weight of the world because you haven't forgave too, 
right? It's pent up. And so, you know, what you've been through in your life, can you explain to me, you know, the spirit of forgiveness and what had to occur or what is occurring currently in your life? Oh, I mean, it's it's a necessary thing to get over (laughs) a lot of this trauma that we hold on to. And a lot of it is trauma because uh, you think back to your life, but uh, what what you went through, a lot of the times the things that come to mind first are the traumatic experiences Yeah, because uh, they're right there on the forefront. And forgiveness is important because um, you're not perfect either. So no. <laughs> um, if, if you think someone should, you know, not fault you or not necessarily, you know, consider who you are based on some of your worst moments, then you should do the same. Mm-hmm. And I, I tried my best to to not judge someone during their worst moments, um, to not make uh, an assumption about someone during some of their worst moments. And um, it's it's forgiveness is freeing. And sometimes you got to forgive yourself uh, more so than anything, because um, you walk around with that pain, yeah. and eventually it'll get you. Oh, for sure. Because uh, <laughs> it'll, 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 it'll find you and it'll break you down. So you, you can try for as long as you want to to run from it, but it'll, it'll eventually affect your mental health and your overall health as well. Oh, for so sure. I, I think it's best to forgive. I think it's best to spread the love that, um, and best to be the change you want to see in the world. Like if you want some things to be better, be better. Um, and... I've, I've, I've strived and striving to do that. Um, but it took a lot of growing up, man. There's so much growing up that a lot of people have to do. And then there's the educational part because until I was able to understand my parents' trauma and what they went through as kids and what they went to when they was younger, I wasn't able to, to, to kind of get to the point where I could put it all together. Yeah. And so I think that part is important as well. Uh, to, to to first forgive and then to look for understanding. Well, man, that's the opposite direction as well. Understanding and forgive, but that's huge, man. Because I, you know, I I felt bad, man. Because I, uh, you know, looking back on it, man, I would sit there and go to you know different households or you know spend time with different people, and I started to do this comparative analysis, you know, mm-hmm. and I mean it was the most probably disappointing thing one of the more disappointing things, uh, you know, that I had within that context, you know, from a conversational standpoint, uh, within my own self, oh, why, why would you do that? How can you do that? You know, you, you can't, man, because, you know, I, I know, man, like, you know, regardless of the situation, man, they did the best they could with what they had. Right. And, um, you know, and then from that, you know, I could, I could be in a self-loathing period and talk about the things that I didn't receive or I could be, you know, effective right. and, and happy and grateful for the things that I did receive. Um, and so, but it is, I mean, it's a curve, man. And a lot of it is just, again, just growing, man. And it just, it doesn't happen without time and experience, you know? So t- what are, right, so your foundation, this is good stuff, man. This is a good convo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nonprofit, is it uh, more, is it effective in the Georgia region or is it, is it spread out? I'm trying to touch, I'm, I'm trying to touch everybody. Uh, yeah. The goal for me. And that's why I call it safety net. Because it's just basically the net that catches you when you fall. Um, it's, 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 it's one of those situations where I, I have been in, I've been in situations where I didn't feel like I had that backing. Where I didn't feel like I had someone that I could catch me if I wasn't, you know, the best me. Yeah. And um, 
my foundation is set up to 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 affect those kids. A lot of times, I, I really want to focus on children uh, who who are just entering this, these traumas and have to work through them and not have anybody who's been there or could talk to them about them. And as well as the adults, because I learned through my parents, like it's a lot of things that they've been through, but it wasn't until I was, you know, not so selfish that I went to go ask like, Hey, what was your life? Like, what did you go through and how did you get to where you are? Like what, what, what led to this? And, and it wasn't until then, like I, 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 my mom wrote a story for me and I couldn't get through but four pages because oh. I was like, I'm good on this. I can't, there's too much trauma. It was already too much trauma for me to continue to, to let it in my spirit because it was hurting me so much. And to know that she's been through that type of pain, um, hell, I understand why she was trying to get away. Um, but yeah. it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's those situations that, uh, where you need to first kind of look for understanding because there are reasons to a lot of these things that happen to you. And there's reasons people do some of the things that they do. And it's not always in malicious intent. Yeah. Um, nobody, especially with your parents, they're not looking to hurt you. No. A lot of times they're doing it to the best of their ability and, and they might be coming up short or you might not be helping out enough. And so I've always started to look at myself first. Like, okay, I wasn't the best kid in the world, but <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I understand that they, there were some things that they needed to do and that there were things that they were working through. And if I, like I said, there was some, I can't, I can't, I'm not perfect. And there are things that I've done with my own son that I've that I've learned when I was with Faymar, but done with my own son. So I repeated my same mistakes and I wouldn't want nobody to judge me because of that, because I did something that I knew better. But the, the, the process is to learn and continue to move forward. And um, that's the goal in life right now. So oh, for sure. You don't want to get hit with that Adrian Peterson, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have my moments. Well, look, Ray, man, I appreciate you, man. Um, how can people, is there a website for the foundation? How can people get in touch with that? Yes. Uh, Ray Safety Net Foundation, uh, .com, I guess, if you want to go .com, .org. Uh, I think uh, we got that name as well. Awesome, might, might go through both. But either way, you can also hit me up on Facebook, uh, Ray Ray McAreth Bay, Instagram, Ray McBay, for simple. Um Twitter, same thing, Matt Gareth Bay. Just look up the name. Ain't too many of us out there. Um, and uh, I'll be more than more than likely excited to engage with anybody who hit me up or reach out or talk. I'm I'm, I'm that guy. Uh, well, look, I man. Everybody. I need to get your address. I'm going to send you some books. For, you know, I try to do the audio book thing, man. But look, man, I'm so, you know, I'm out of whack with that. You know, <laughs> I enjoy it, but I'm not processing the way I want to. Um, and then the last one. Clemson Tigers prediction. What are these boys going to do for the rest of the season? They got to finish, man. They got to do the playoffs. They got to win the championship. I mean, it's a championship of a bust, but I'm not saying that I wouldn't be proud of them if they didn't win a national <laughs> championship. I'm just saying that that's the goal. If we're going yeah. for stuff, if we're shooting for the moon, let's let's shoot for the moon. We're going for, we're going for the chip. <laughs> Always, man. From one Tiger to another, bro. I appreciate you. I'm thankful for you, man. And uh, congratulations. December 11th, Disney Plus, baby. Hey. We all in it. We made it. This <laughs> <laughs> is a tiger family. We all in it now. We made it. Man. Absolutely, we good. bro. 